to Barren Not Broken. This is Bonnie Ruth, and I'm so excited to continue our conversation with Jacob and Neely as we talk about sexual shame and transformation. Okay, and then uh, the other thing, too, that I would add is that I, I want to make it clear that Neely and I were not without relationships. Yeah. Um, I don't know where yes. the quote is from, but um, I learned it in a freedom recovery group that I did with three other guys from across the country wow. online oh, awesome. that I did for a year, and that changed my life. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And it was, you're wounded in relationships and you're healed in relationships, mm. which is Good. absolutely true. That's right. That's um, tweetable. And yep. Yes, it is. And I, I mean, while there was the confession, the turning point really happened for me in the fall of 2017 when I went on a, uh, a work trip mm. to Southeast Asia and I witnessed uh, human trafficking victims. Wow. And I had no way to emotionally process mm. what I was seeing because... I blocked out my emotions through my addiction. Yeah. That, that was the, true. I mean, That's that good. was, I That's didn't know good, how to do Jacob. anything else. And so mm. I still remember coming back home. I was depressed. Mm. Um, thankfully I work with amazing people that like encouraged me and helped me. And then yeah. but still three weeks after that though, I had an emotional breakdown mm. and that was probably the first time Neely again saw my emotions beginning mm. to surface. Yeah. Wow. And then thank God in the, at the beginning of uh, 2018, or was it 2018 or do I get did I get the years mixed up it's somewhere around there yeah um, uh, I had a random just inclination from the Holy Spirit to get coffee with this guy Mitt Morgan mm. who's, who's, who's Dina yep. Morgan's D- husband Dina's yeah. Dina's uh gonna be on Bear Not Broken yeah. soon yeah yes. and and I thank God for it um, yeah because through his transparency. And I even told him, like, I don't know why I asked you the coffee. I just feel like I need to talk to you. And That's I, okay. It didn't take Mitt long to figure it out, did it's it? True. No, it didn't. And I remember leaving that coffee feeling hope mm. yeah, for one of the good. first that's times in so my life. Wow. And that's what start, really started my freedom journey. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that relationship with them yeah. really has helped us come to a place where we yeah. can be there emotionally for each other yeah. and be present. Wow. Because before then... Yeah. It's like when Neely would come to me with things, or and even when I would come to her, like she she's always been more emotionally healthy than me, but still though we've gone to just like a completely other level, yeah, because of the relationships that God has brought us into yeah. our lives. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I so, think that's incredible. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So I thought here's if you want to jump to that next topic yeah. in a second, if you were speaking to someone right now over the airwaves of how to something you wish you would have known to give them a a step up or to um, get victory in this area. If Jacob, you were speaking to a bunch of guys, what's the one thing you tell Neely? If you were speaking to a bunch of ladies, mm-hmm. as you've talked about this very open and vulnerable and thank you story, yeah. what would you say to that person to give them either hope or a victory step or something just to tell them, hey, here's here's what I would tell you now because yeah. you're, yeah. you're coming on the other side of it, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. what, what would you give them? Um. I, w- I would say that there's no uh, there's there's no s- three step plan. Yeah, mm, that's, that's good. Um, I like that. Uh, yeah. There's oftentimes addiction is a byproduct of trauma experienced mm. earlier on in life. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, and so there's so much healing. Yeah. And then on the relational side aspect, there is such a vulnerable aspect to it because I know that I had shared it with people and they did not know how to handle it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they would come back telling me things that I should do. Mm. Yeah. Which wasn't really what I needed to hear. What yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't necessarily know what I needed to hear years yeah. ago if that would have changed anything. I just know 
though that I did not hear enough that like you are loved as you are and there's nothing more you need to do the moment I was saved I was not saved praying a certain prayer the moment I got saved was in worship and I felt Mm. God say so clearly just receive my love and I was just there on my knees and like I had never received the unconditional love of God and from that moment I was changed yeah that's Um, great and while you know addiction um I it's something I'm, I don't want to say like it's a part of me. It's part of my story. Sure. Yeah. And it's something go. that's yeah. still there. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thank God that because of the Holy Spirit, like yeah. I can walk in victory. That's right. And because of the relationships he's put in my life, yeah. I'm not alone. Yeah. Because that's the other thing too. That's it's good, like, It's Jacob. so easy to feel alone. Yeah. But we're not. That's, that's right. right. It's really and, good. And that's why we want, want to talk about it and why we are at this point where we still have so much freedom and so much yeah. healing yeah. that is needed. Yeah. All of us, but girl. We, yeah. yeah. But... To hear someone else's story, um, I mean, the the first step to healing is to uncover it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is to bring it into the light. I yeah. mean, that's what I've seen in my own life and in our marriage. Is yeah. Within a safe place, you know? That's I'm not good. saying you need to come on a podcast and tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody go on a podcast say, and Neely. tell the that's, whole world. That's good, Neely. You are the brave ones going through the wall. You're good. Yeah. We did that for you. Yeah. 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 It's no, but it's so important. Just tell those safe people in your life. So if you don't have a safe yeah. person, go find a professional to talk yeah. to. And yeah. yeah, still, yeah, we still need it. Even with our friends, Mitt and Dina, who we yeah. met with when we told them, like, hey, Jacob's not ejaculating. What yeah. do we do? They're like, we yeah. don't know, but there's these people that we know. Yeah, that yeah. no, and yeah. Walking through that, him being able again to yeah. be healed in these yeah. relationships, yeah. and yeah. it's because it's the love of Jesus. It's yeah. not the behavior modification That's right. that we like tried to do for mm-hmm. so long. Yeah. My life has been changed because I met Jesus, yeah. and I hmm. fell in love with Him. And yeah. every day, even right now in this season, He's teaching me. He's like, "You haven't known me as a good father. Yeah. I'm going to show you what a good father I am." Yeah, and I've been falling deeper and deeper in love with him and continue to be changed by his love and that's, that's the good. very thing that yeah. him being in the, both of us being in these relationships yeah. with these people that get the love of Jesus yeah. and yes. aren't, aren't just saying like do this and do that yeah. but they're saying what's inside of you that's broken that needs yeah. the love of Jesus yeah. and that's, that's right. that, that healing yeah. and really getting to the root of that I don't yeah. want him to just stop looking at porn yeah. I want those places in his life to be wow. yeah that's wow, good that's Neely good. So, that was really good. Yeah, that's really good. That's awesome. I think one thing, um, as I'm sitting here, I'm just thinking, I'm also having um, Mitt and Dina echo in my head mm-hmm. of, you know, we all want to be seen and known, yeah. right? Yes. And what you're describing is both of you needed to be seen and known. Mm-hmm. And it's so key to have the right community of people around you. Yes. Um, and that's something that Jason and I are huge advocates for like you will not convince us that you can just get through life by yourselves and just with Jesus I'm sorry but like he didn't create us for that he created us to need other people in our lives so that he we could even understand him better right and so if we're just isolating ourselves and it's us and Jesus then we're missing out and he's like hey guys there's so much more for you and so what you're describing is having the right people in your life and I think walking you know something that I 
try to say on Barren Not Broken a lot is it doesn't matter what your story is, mm-hmm. right? We all need to be seen and known. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the barren places are in your life. We all need to have people around us. And there's been things that we've gone through in 2018. We were sharing with you guys our story of, you know, having no jobs, having no place to live. And I love Jacob's response. It was the best and actually made me feel so validated earlier of like, are you guys okay? Like, (laughs) were you guys okay? Like, that's traumatic. And it honestly was one of the most traumatic years of our lives. But let me just tell you this. I came out of that season with a whole new understanding of what community actually meant Mm. because we would not have been okay. That's right. We would not have been okay. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even though we've walked through 19 years of infertility, there's only so much that people can enter that space. Yeah. But yeah. when you're walking through life, you have to have people that can enter the space sometimes. Yes. Right? And so I just, I hope people are hearing what you're saying. I hope that they're thinking of people that they could reach out to, whether it be at their church or their community group, or maybe it's, at their work, you mentioned your coworkers, Jacob. Like, yeah. s- just finding a person to open up to, regardless of what the situation is, mm-hmm. regardless of what part of their story that they're needing to invite people in. But I have a tattoo on my arm, and it says, Every story matters. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I have that tattoo is because I want people to understand, like, if you'll let me into your story, I'm going to let you into mine. Yeah. And it just became a whole lot better because we did that. Yeah. And so thank you guys for pointing that out because I think that there is no, there's nothing too small and there's nothing too great that we can walk through that we don't need at least one other person to do it with Mm, us. That's good. And so um, thank you guys for allowing us to come into that space tonight. Mm. Um, And I think, you know, just bringing it to where you guys are today and you're you're sharing Mm. how... You leaned into people that could help you understand how to be awake to what you were even thinking and feeling. And and I think that's so key to um, realizing that we can't do it by ourselves. And not even just the community side, but Neely, you brought up, um, lean into a counselor. Like we literally just met with our counselor mm-hmm. last Wednesday. Yeah. I, I, I missed that counselor. Oh my gosh. We used to meet with her all the time. She finally told us, for, she was like, you guys don't really need to come in here so much. And we're like, yes, we do. Have you met us? Have you? But she's been our counselor, we figured out, on Wednesday for almost 13 years. Well, shouldn't that be the point of counseling? Go until the counselor kicks you out. Yes. Because they're the ones that are the professionals. Like, you don't go to the doctor going, my heart's good. It's okay. Yeah. And he's like, like, no, not really. You need to keep going. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. I think, like, you know, even just having that refresher with her, because we're walking through this week, I'll be having a hysterectomy. And we were just like, we can't do this by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know how to do this. And I think what you guys kind of came to the place of like, we don't know how to do this. Yeah. And I think I would encourage like any listener today, like, it's okay if you don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and one thing that our counselor shared with us on Wednesday is, you know, we've walked 19 years of grief to be honest. We've walked 19 years of grieving what we don't have, grieving issues that we feel like we're not overcoming with my health, with our our intimacy, all the things, right, are connected to our journey. And she said to us, you guys actually need to memorialize what you've walked through. So when Mm. someone passes away, you have a funeral. It doesn't mean that you still don't have feelings when you think of that person, right? Or that there's not some moments of grief that you're going to discover. Yeah. 
But what it does is it allows you to memorialize your relationship with that person. Mm -hmm. And so she was encouraging us to memorialize what we've walked through so that there can be closure, mm. right? Funerals help bring that closure. And so I just want to, if you guys were to say like in walking this journey, what would be the way that you would encourage someone to memorialize something like what you've walked through? Meaning like what could be, well, or let me say it this way. What is something that in this moment in time you would say has kind of memorialized how far you've come? I, I would honestly say it was the time when we found out Neely was miscarrying, mm. that she had miscarried. Mm. Um, because if we had not walked through what we had walked through before that point, mm. I would not have been able to be there emotionally. Oh, mm. that's good. That's yeah. good, um, Jacob. I had lost, when I was 12, uh, I lost my younger sister. My, my mom mm-hmm. gave birth to a, a precious baby girl. Her name mm-hmm. was uh, Michaela Danielle with a chromosome disorder, so she mm. only lived for two months. Mm. Wow. And I had never grieved that. Wow. Um, and it wasn't until around the time that we found out Neely had miscarried mm. that I had actually grieved the wow. loss of my baby sister all those years wow. ago. And it all just kind of happened at the same time where wow. it was like it was hard and it was difficult. And yet it was also kind of beautiful yeah, um, and precious for us to walk through that season together, like yeah. completely together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no barriers yes because before that you know when we would try to have a when we were trying to have a baby and Neely would feel sad yeah I just did not feel it with her yeah Yeah. I was just not there and I wanted to be yeah but again there was just that wall yeah um but when that was but when that wall was broken down and I was Mm. able to feel emotionally the Mm. the depth yes of the sadness but also though of the healing yeah and eventually the joy that got brought yeah um, it just made it all worth it well yeah. can i ask what what's your baby's name poppy poppy well that yeah that's kind of a, a crazy story and honestly yeah. sometimes something I'm, i still process because mm. i've never actually seen a positive pregnancy test yeah mm. Mm. um I, I didn't either yeah and it wasn't something okay so we're walking through this this journey of him and this recovery mm-hmm. group mm-hmm. um and praying for healing for him to mm. be able to ejaculate because yeah. we're still trying each right. time and it's yeah. not happening and it's yeah. like yeah. so frustrating like what can yeah. you know um, yeah. I mean at that, this point we haven't hadn't even really gotten any like health tests because yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we just gotta yeah. get sperm coming yeah. first yeah. right yeah. So, base one so <laughs> That's we're, we're, walking, <laughs> we're walking through this and this is the end of 2018 and this is actually when God just totally Flips our mm. world upside down and says, "Hey, uproot from Texas where you've lived your mm. life and move yeah. to Nashville." Yeah, yeah. Um, not knowing why. <laughs> yeah. Or um, like what was there for us, yeah. and um, and we were even we were living um, with with his parents at this time, and there was just a lot going on um, with moving and yeah, different things, and him walking in through the middle of this and mm. um still like trying to get pregnant at this point it was at least mm, it was over two two, like two and a half years into this journey yeah yeah um and just praying so much and i just remember at one point whenever we were having sex and i would often i'd pray i would pray and i'd pray in the spirit Mm -hmm. um during this time just asking god for healing for both of Mm -hmm. our hearts and our souls and also our bodies yeah Yeah. 
Um, and wow, the Lord just this word was in my mind um, of just like transformation, and mm. it was just like kept coming in my mind like three times like the Lord spoke it in my mind three times mm. and then he ejaculated for the first wow. time and I was like wait did that just happen you're like yes! and, and it was just for some like, people this is a very normal occurrence for you yes. you're like this was mind like, blown this, this is was incredible this was a spiritual healing yeah. yes. breakthrough moment yeah. and I yes. was like oh my gosh and that was actually the month that we got pregnant wow. for the first and only time that we're wow. aware of and yeah yeah yeah. With but without even knowing it, it was yeah. a longer like my cycles are all very yeah. regular mm-hmm. and normal, and um, mm. I was like a week late. Mm. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean longer than like I've ever had. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, okay, this is weird. But I took it. To, it was still very early. Mm. I took a test and it was negative. Yeah. And I was just so frustrated. I was so yeah. mad. And yeah. I was like, and we were in the middle of moving too. I was just mm. like whatever like I just kind of ignored it and I had just like this awful period and I was Mm. like and then it wasn't until the following May so six months later that I was seeing a womb specialist Mm. and um she was like are you sure you've never been pregnant because Mm -hmm. there's I found this implantation site Mm. that's where you conceived and And I was like like, oh yes I was what I was like yeah (laughs) Um, and so that was kind of like hard to process sure. yeah. because I was like, was I really yeah. like, and mm-hmm. like trying to even, yeah. isn't it crazy how we question? Yeah. Yes. I think our society makes us feel as though we have to question yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I hate that you had to question that yeah. because yeah, you were, you yeah. know? And, yeah. and what was so crazy that. The day after I had found out, again, this was now six months after it actually happened, but the day after it was like, it was, com- my suspicion about it was confirmed, mm-hmm. um, my my sister found out she was pregnant. Wow. And they let our family know. Wow. And um, of course, I'm like having all of these emotions. Like, of course. What? Yeah. Um, but then she says something to me. Mm. Um and what I found out when I was researching, like, that that previous night, looking at, like, okay, how far along was I and all that. And I saw that the baby would have been the size of a poppy seed. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Um, and my sister, she looks at me and she tells me um, after this, wow. she goes, our baby's the size of a poppy seed. Wow. And, like, is so excited. And I, wow. like, immediately start tearing up in that moment. But it's just this thing in my own mm. heart that it's this joy and this grief held yeah. in the same because I'm yeah. I, I've never there's so many feelings you experience when finding out about pregnancy announcements yeah, right when you're sure. walking through the show oh, yeah. yeah. but I've never I always have joy because I know more yeah. than ever now how much of a miracle yeah. life is yeah, yeah. that's good and I Neely. love my nieces and yeah. I celebrate life every time it comes yeah, yeah. same um, that's good but it was like this moment and now that, that niece has been born and since yeah. then God has done this crazy miracle in her life that's a whole yeah. other story where she Pretty almost cool died and yep. she's alive yeah. and yeah. um I I just like love her and I was there for her birth and yeah. like there was such a healing moment in that yeah. for me because I look at her now yeah and I, I can recognize now that like yeah that I really was pregnant mm-hmm. I really yeah. did have a baby yeah. um even though it's still it's still something that I think yeah. um the Lord is healing in me because yeah. 
there was like so much hope in figuring that out because it was like, yeah. oh yeah. my gosh, we can get pregnant, but yeah. like yeah. also like, wait, but why? Yeah. Right. Why, yeah. why did we lose that baby? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But it was that was so important for me to yeah. know that like that was a life. Yeah. Um. No matter how short it was, that yeah. was a life, yeah. and Absolutely. I can That's I right. can celebrate that. Yes. Yeah. I can yeah. celebrate that baby, and I love um, that name. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I'm so, so thankful that you would say what you just shared yeah because there's a lot of people out there yep. 20 30 50 years in mm-hmm. that have never once said i had this child yeah. i had this life in me they're too afraid to confess it because yeah. the world would look at them and say well you're crazy exactly. and yeah. i don't think it is at all i don't right. think until you begin to talk about it work yeah. through it there's like this ghost almost following you yes. of, mm-hmm. of more shame or more yeah um, deception or, yeah. or grief and you're like it just mm-hmm. hangs around and so there's so many yeah, marriages good, out there walking around with a shadow yeah. Yeah. because wow. they've, well, they've that's never good, said wow. our baby yeah. Poppy yeah. you know our, our baby Isaiah or whatever yeah. you know and they just needed to talk about it and then yeah. that could be free it could be yeah. Yes. moving forward and, and looking yeah, forward good. to the future with hope whatever that reality may be yeah. so yeah, I really think good. it's amazing that you would open up and let someone else yeah um, go there in your story that way yeah. Yeah. to me that is That's the beauty good. of human intimacy that yeah. you would say i'm going to let you through a podcast mm-hmm. crawl into the most intimate place of my life your lives really yeah and let you partake of yeah. this this meal that we're preparing for you say here's all of our hurt all of our pain all of our That's joy good. all of our worry and confusion yeah. and we're just going to tell you all of this stuff so that yeah. you know you're not there by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob said it earlier, you're not alone. Yeah, yeah. that's and right. And that may help someone even today know, Yeah, that's wow, really good. Yeah. we went through the same things. Yeah. We're going through the same things. Yeah, I think that's good. I think just sometimes even being able to say, like what you said a while ago, Neely, of, you know, oh, we really can get pregnant. Yeah. Mm. Right? Like, you guys needed that affirmation. Like, you yes. needed to know that you didn't, you didn't have to live in shame. You weren't alone. You were worthy. You're healed, right? All these things had to come into play. And now you can say like, we can bring forth life. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, there's a sting to that because you didn't get to bring Poppy to life. Yeah. But what I love is that you have a revelation that you didn't have before. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you guys in that of like, there is life inside of you and there's mm-hmm. life coming forth from you right now, mm-hmm. but there's going to be life. And I, I want to clarify in what I'm saying because we've had a whole lot of people tell us, you're going to get pregnant. Like, Mm. God told me you're going to get pregnant. God's delay is not God's denial, Mm -hmm. right? All of that is true. I believe that. However, I'm not saying, hey, Neely and Jacob, you're going to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what I am saying is there's life on the inside of you and you will bring forth life. Mm -hmm. And I just hope that um, as couples as women as men are listening right now that they'll understand that sometimes bringing forth life is not actually the thing that they think they're striving for Mm -hmm. right you guys have brought forth so much life by walking through your story and living it honestly and coming to a place where you've had the hard conversations like we talked about and then coming to a place where you just walk it out now, mm. right? Yeah. And I think sometimes we think that the end goal is to have a baby, mm-hmm. but the end goal is actually to bring forth life. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's good. And 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 that's yeah. just so much more real to to us where we are in our phase. And I say that to, 
I always get nervous. Like this is something that I'm dealing with right now. Of like, I don't want our story to at all be an encourage a discouragement to someone. Exactly. Well, great, you didn't have your children, so thank you for encouraging me that I'm gonna have life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can say that my life has been fruitful. Mm-hmm. I can say that we have a legacy. Yes. I can say that we have brought forth life. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage you guys as you are. Um, leaning in to grow your family, um, I hope that you can. I hope that you can keep your hearts encouraged in the fact that you are life carriers. Mm, that's good. In whatever mm. way, in whatever moment, in whatever season that needs to apply to you guys, I just want to proclaim that over you today. Mm. You are life carriers, yeah. and and everything that you're speaking today is going to bring forth life in someone. It's mm. gonna restore marriages it's going to speak to the children that haven't been born and they Mm. also haven't been memorialized Mm, like you guys just gave people permission tonight to do that that's a lot of life that's a lot of life Mm. every couple that has not memorialized their baby given them a name acknowledged that it was a baby acknowledged that they had life inside of them you just permissioned them to do that Mm, right there you just marked your legacy in a way that is truly incredible. Yeah. And you'll it's never priceless. know the impact it has. Yeah. yeah. That's the beauty of it. It's the beauty of it. And so I know we haven't fully gotten into like, okay, you're trying to get pregnant, all of those things, like your health. I know, Neely, you've had some health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of I kind of am going to bypass that a little mm-hmm. bit. And I want to go more, um, as we're getting ready to wrap up, I want to go more down the path of... Um, if you could say to a couple that is trying to to build their family, the things that you don't want to ask, but you know you should ask mm-hmm. to get further down the road, but yeah. it's like, it's like I don't want to ask this because yeah. this could go multiple ways. What would that be? Um. Well, one question that I finally asked Jacob not too long ago. I feel like. It wasn't that long ago. Was... I don't even remember this. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> That's yeah. the weird mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember I asked him, I was like, do you really want to have a baby right now? Mm. Oh, yeah. That's you... that's a common question we've asked a lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, are you, did I, because I can't, I know that myself, mm. I can tend to very much run ahead. I get an idea and I'm like, let's do it. Let's mm. do it. Yeah. And I just run and, and, I know we've we've walked we've talked about this and we've walked through some healing with this too where of codependency in a way where mm. he's just very much been like just goes with the flow yeah. doesn't really like necessarily yeah. speak up for like yeah. what he's yeah. wanting so yeah. I all, all of a sudden was like is this even like something that you want right now mm. or are we just like spending so much time and energy yeah and and doing this and you're like sitting here being actually like hoping that it doesn't happen yeah mm-hmm. that's a real wow. question that that's really real yeah. yeah yeah which i mean the answer was that he he really i think this is when we were processing through um even more of what he was feeling regarding the miscarriage and, and poppy yeah. um and finally mm. coming to meet that grief even with losing his sister mm. for the first time um and because there was he i mean he he is a father it's in mm. him mm-hmm. um, but he didn't That's believe right. that for so long yeah. Yeah. um and he wow. i think if i would have asked him that question earlier i don't know if if the answer would have been the same yeah it wouldn't have been um yeah it wouldn't have been but 
after finally being able to grieve that and realizing yeah. his desire to be a father. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do. Yeah. yeah. And for a That's long awesome. time, I didn't even want to go there because I knew that if I if I started saying I want to be a father, then that would mean I would mm. have to start grieving the fact that mm. while I am a father to a baby, there heaven, you go. Yeah, there you I'm go. not a father like to a physical Physical. child right now and to have to grieve that Mm. I did not want to Mm. yeah and then on the same side of that too I didn't want to have to deal with the shame of the sin that had been Mm -hmm. covered for so long that I felt like would also keep me from being a father Mm. and being and being a good one yeah Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. well and how could you want something when you you aren't even emotionally able to know yourself yes. right so that would be so to me correct me if i'm wrong but that would feel like super scary to bring something else in that you have to emotionally connect to oh yes. um and then to even watch your parents like have to lose that mm. and and grieve that and so as a kid like there's so many different things that we take into that and so i can mm. only imagine like just the fear of losing that um what would be the thing that you would say to that jacob like Kind of tell me a little bit of, just give me a really quick thought on that right there. Like you said, you used the phrasing, I think it was, um, I didn't want to, I didn't know if I could want that. Oh, yeah. Um, Whenever, I mean, growing up from the time that I started, I mean, with the addiction from really like age 12, 13 and on, any time that I did not feel energy mm. in a positive mm. way, um, I turned mm. to the addiction. Mm. Um, and so that was it. I didn't wow. let myself stay in these low energy emotions of mm. sadness, yeah. of grief, anything less than like just being happy about life. Mm. If I was like, cause I just, I didn't, I, I thought that was bad. I wow. just did not want to stay there. Cause yeah. that just did not seem fun. Yeah. Um, and so for a long time, I, and people would give me words about being a dad and mm-hmm. I so wanted to believe them. Yeah. Like, I want, I, I loved experiencing the love of my father mm-hmm. uh, yeah. growing up and I wanted to give that to children. Yeah. Um, and at the same time I felt completely unqualified to, yeah. Yeah. Um, for so many years. And then yeah. I married a woman who just continually, mm-hmm. just continually in a, wonderfully nagging way told me <laughs> how good of a father I already was yeah. and was going to be. That's yeah. good, Neely. And because of the hope in her words that gave me the strength mm. to sit in the grief mm. and the pain sometimes of what yeah. I had struggled with and what I wanted but did not have yet. Wow. Um, mm. And just be able to walk through that. Yeah. Um, I love that, man. I, I think while you're talking, I got the scripture that came to my head, and it says, pure and undefiled religion is this. Mm. A father a father to the fatherless and a defender of widows. Mm. And that's what God is in his most holy place. Yes. You know, you are, in essence, you carry the spirit of a father mm. at this time. Mm. So I think for that's good, anybody man. listening, I always try to say, you're not bound to acting like a father mm-hmm. in the sense of what a father brings, right? Security, protection, Mm. love, fun, life. You can be all those things right now to someone. Mm. And that's that's why some of these programs are young boys and girls club. 
YMCA, yeah. they're, they're built off someone just saying, well, I have this in me. Yeah. I can give it to someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that even from today, you know, yeah. yes, you are qualified, as Neely said. Yeah. And you give that to whoever you're around because there's a generation below you, behind yeah. you, that would love to just be near you. Just like yeah. you enjoyed the presence of your father. I guarantee you, and I know this to be a fact, there are people that just love being around you. Yeah. And you have the opportunity and you've been given the authority mm-hmm. to speak into their life, mm-hmm. to give yeah. them encouragement, to give yeah. them hope, to give them yeah. you know, uh, life, to give them joy. So yeah, do it and good. be okay with that. Yeah. And don't yeah. feel like you have to hold back because, because I know I did this for a long time. Yeah. I don't have my own kids, so why would I try mm-hmm. to be some yes. type of father to somebody because I don't know what that's like. I've mm-hmm. never physically had my own kids. There was the one day God said, no, you can carry that right now. Mm. Mm -hmm. He told me about Paul. He said, do you know about Paul having kids? Mm. I was like, no. Father Timothy. Yeah. You know, all these people that he would take along with him, Barnabas. Yeah. You look at um, Jesus even. I'm like, Jesus never had his own natural kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But did he represent a father in everything that he did? Yeah. Sitting with the woman at the well, healing the woman with issue of blood, talking to those who were rejected and and far past society's reach. He acted like a father yes. and he yes. showed the love of the father because it was in him. Yeah, so good. I think it's encouraging to know for both yourself and mine, yeah. that spirit of that's a father really doesn't good. come because of what you do. It's because yeah. of who you know yeah. and it translates through yeah. you to everyone around. I think it's crazy how what you guys are bringing to the table right now is really huge for men. And here's why I feel that. Because if they don't know how they feel emotionally and they've shut down, then what they've actually done is they've also isolated themselves from seeing people in their lives that need their father heart. That's right. That's good. Because yes. they're afraid That's to tap really into yes. that father heart yeah. because they can't give it or have it in the way in which they think they should. That's right. Yeah. And what the lie of infertility that happens and shapes on our heart is that we actually don't have something, therefore we can't give something. Mm. And that is a lie. Yep. That right. is such a lie. And we lock ourselves down from living life in loving people and giving our mother heart and our father heart. And then what happens is we get to the end of our story of gaining what we what we went after. And then you're still empty hearted because you haven't actually lived it out fully. Mm-hmm. Because we aren't created just to have our own sons and daughters we are created to pour into people in general just like you you talked about in your own story of like community and needing people in your life Mm -hmm. if we are not doing that for other people then we are missing out and and like i was saying earlier like the life coming from us is not just a bloodline Mm -hmm. the life coming from us has to be love and mother's hearts and father's hearts and i think what happens is we take our own stories and we often like it causes us to put our head down Mm -hmm. and because we have our head down we can't see what we could be living we can't see or it causes us to focus all of that Mm. potential energy Uh into i've got to have an offspring i've got to have a child so everything goes from your impact of the world if i don't accomplish this Mm -hmm. you stop looking outside in the Mm -hmm. peripheral and going there's this kid that I see every day that I go yeah. to work that mm-hmm. sits at the bus station and I don't go say anything mm-hmm. because my mind is concentrating. Do we doing the shots? Are we, yeah. you know, yeah. do we have to have sex tonight? Are we yeah. thinking about having our own kids? We got to talk to our parents. We got to talk to the doctor. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's a, yeah, there's a huge yeah. gamut of potential out there mm-hmm. and the lie would get us those who have to go through this story of their life and, and deal with infertility. They focus it all in on this mm-hmm. and that's the lie that yeah. 
you need to put all that energy there. Yeah. yeah. Whereas God's big enough to stretch that energy around. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And, and this that's is wow. this is the last question that I have on my heart that is that the Lord has asked me um, in oh, our own journey good. is okay. I I am a firm believer in standing on the Word of God. Yeah. And proclaiming it. Yeah. And believing it. Yeah. No matter how long it takes to come to fruition. Yeah. Right. Um, but this is the question that. I've been asked um, that someone has shared with me as I was walking through this was, am I attaching my own thoughts onto God's promises? Mm. Am I, God speaking a promise, he mm. speaks a word to me, right? Yeah. And his word's going to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. what his word yeah. does. Yeah. Yes. But am I taking that and saying, oh, that's what this means? Yeah, am I right. attaching mm-hmm. my own meaning yeah. right. to a word, to that's the good. word of God that's over good, my life? Really. Yeah. Dang, um, because I'm taking that we, one in my pocket. Yeah, because we have received so many words about yeah. children and yeah. a yeah. mother and a yeah. father. And I still firmly believe that yeah. we could and we yeah. that's right. Yeah. have biological children. Totally. But the Lord has so shifted us now into mm-hmm. four and a half years, uh, four years now of trying to get pregnant. Yeah. Um, of this huge shift of honestly like mm. I'm really okay if that's not what it is and I've had yeah. to grieve that yeah I've had yeah. to I've had yeah, to we did that yeah I, that's good I would still love that yeah yeah but I'm okay if that's not what it is mm-hmm. and and the Holy Spirit's done so much shifting and even this past fall we got another word about us mm. being a mother and father mm-hmm. to many yeah. even to those older than us yeah. that would come and see us as a mother and father yeah. and I was yeah, like what good. does that mean yeah and <laughs> And these last couple of weeks, we've mm. started the process of becoming foster parents. Well, that's yeah. awesome. And, that's great. Um, a huge part of our heart in yeah. this is to um, not not just um, what I think is often seen in, in foster parenting is obviously the goal is to find um, what's best for the the child. But yeah, our hearts in this is to how can we help the birth family because our heart yeah. is ultimately mm. to that's see good. reunification. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. haven't that's even good. gotten into this. And, yeah, Lord knows we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> but um, we, as, as I've studied even just adoption over yeah. the last year and a half, um, I my my heart ultimately is to see like if adoption comes, we're mm. we're totally open. To yeah, that. yeah. But I just yeah, I just want to be we we are a mother and we are a father. Yeah, yeah. and I want to be so surrendered so Mm. laid down because i know the goodness of my god and i know the goodness of my father and i know he will keep his words to me yeah Yeah. but i i don't want to attach my own meaning to his word because then i'm going to miss out Mm -hmm. on so much i know that what we're about to walk into Mm. is going to radically change our lives yeah yeah Yeah, that's Um, good that's good i Shoot, I don't know what it's gonna look like. Yeah. I don't know what the rest of our life has in store. That's but awesome. I, I don't want to say no. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm so stuck on my own idea that's of right. what good. it has to look that's like. Really that's really good. good. I love that. Dang, I I mean that's a mic drop right there. I think that's so key. Um, as we wrap up, like I think one thing I would want every person listening today is to know that like it's okay to hope, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also yes, okay. Absolutely. To let something go yeah. in the ideal way in which you think it should yeah, be. Exactly. Yeah, um, and and I think just to kind of wrap up, um, which I, I don't think you can really wrap up in a nice package bow all of our story, but I think 
what's so beautiful about what's been brought to the table tonight is that people are going to be able to have permission mm. to see things they've never seen before. Mm. I hope that it awakens them to understand themselves in a way that they never have before. Mm. I hope that it allows them to explore each other mm. in ways that they never have yeah. before. Yes. I hope that it gives bravery to have hard conversations, mm-hmm. right? And I hope that it ignites so much love inside of them, aside from whether they become parents or not with their own bloodline, if if they adopt, if they foster, if they're foster parents, if they're deciding to be single and they don't want to have kids ever, yeah. right? Like, I just want them to be inspired to love so deeply. Because what you guys have shown tonight is how to love deeply. That's good. It's how to pursue love and care for another person in such an authentic way that you're willing to show the ugly parts of yourself. Mm -hmm. And if we aren't willing to show the ugly parts, we don't actually ever find true beauty. Mm. You know? And, and what I see before me today is a couple that has such true beauty. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm so inspired. I wish we could talk for like another two hours. <laughs> um, you guys are totally going to be like regulars on Bear and Not Broken. Because I think there's like a million directions we could go. And I'm having to like rein myself in right now. But I just, I would like you to just give one, one little thought each of what you would speak over every person listening today. Just a little nugget of encouragement. I mean, I'll, I'll go for it. I, I would, because um, I know I've experienced this, and I would almost want to say that I'm sorry for the mm. times when you put yourself out there and somebody's hurt you. Mm. Mm. That's good, um, yeah. Jacob. Yeah. Because uh, I think so many times we want to tell people something we want to share our story and sometimes mm. we don't even necessarily want to hear some perfect response. Yeah. Mm. We just want somebody to just say, thank you. Yeah. 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 I see you. That's I good. see you. That's yeah. awesome. And that's all. And that's, and that's, that's incredible. It. That's good. That's really um, good. Yeah. And regardless of whether or not you've heard that from a person, and mm. I don't want this to sound cliche, but it's like God does. Yeah. Um, but I also believe though that God does want to use people so if you don't have those people i yeah. do believe and declare that god will bring those people into yeah, your life great. That's right. that's good. Um, because he wants to heal us in relationship yeah, yeah. he does yeah that's good. that's good um yeah i think i don't know when i remember searching out in the middle of my anger and frustration and Mm. lashing out with God um, that was really the first time in my life that I was ever truly angry <laughs> with God and, and felt permission That's good. to go into that place in my relationship with him yeah. um, but there's there really is this is what I always just come back to is there's nothing wasted Yeah. nothing wasted yeah. with God and, yeah. and good, there's so much darkness and mm. Um, hopelessness mm-hmm. within the trying to conceive community, yeah, right? Yeah, I remember yeah. searching out for hope whenever yeah. I was in the middle it's of, hard to of find. my brokenness and yeah. I could yeah. not find it. Yeah. Um, and all I wanted to hear was just that, you know, that, that there was hope. Yeah. And yeah. so 
that I didn't yeah. have to stay in this place. All I saw That's was people good. sitting in their bitterness and mm-hmm. they never yeah. moved on from there. And yeah. I was like, am I really going to spend the rest of my life sitting yeah. in that until a baby comes? Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. A baby's not going to heal you. That's oh, right. A baby's not going to make you happy. A yeah. baby's not going to yeah. wow. um, heal the trauma yeah. <laughs> that is in your life. That's yeah. um, and so choose to seek that healing now choose to walk mm. in that joy now and really seek it out and have that yes. those real conversations with the Lord yeah. um, because he's totally okay with those conversations yes. and mm-hmm. with the real emotions mm-hmm. and um, when we can walk that out with him and mm. truly express that um, and feel the emotions I'm not yeah, saying bury sure. the emotions feel yeah. them and work through them Yeah. but don't remain in this place of yeah. you don't have to stay in hopelessness and bitterness yeah. and just yeah. being mad at everyone because yeah. they've said things to you that were stupid because yeah, they didn't people know people say stupid shit all they, the time all yeah. of the time, all the time. and <laughs> I've just choose, I've just had to choose every day like I would, I'm just gonna stop being offended yes some yeah. things like suck yep. that people say and you're like okay and maybe we can do a little bit of educating yeah. yeah yeah but but don't feel like that's good Nene. that has to be your whole life to, yeah. to live in this victim mentality it, mm-hmm. it's a horrible thing to live yeah. underneath that victim spirit mm-hmm. that's yeah. good and that's yeah. you are seeking out something you are seeking out fruitfulness and by remaining mm. um, in that place in the victim spirit that only brings about death and yeah. destruction yeah. so I'm like I, I'm just super passionate about bringing light and hope into this yeah. day and saying like, while you're waiting yes um Trust that God is good in yeah. the wait, and mm. there is so much of Him to be found in yeah. the wait, and it's, it's beautiful. And there's it's so much that we've learned, and um, yeah, it's, it's so hard, but keep keep pressing in because yeah. man, there's a lot of goodness good. that's right there. Mm. I love that. Don't waste the wait. Yeah. yeah. Like I think we can end on that note because I I just I hope people will not waste the wait as well. Yeah. I hope they won't. And I hope that today they're going to walk away with hope to be able to not waste the weight, right? So I just want to thank you guys for being here. This was super fun for us. Um, And like I said, we're doing this again for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, But I just want to thank all the listeners. Thank you for coming on this journey with us. Thank you for allowing Jacob and Neely to share very intimately their story And I hope that you will leave this conversation with us feeling permission to have hope, feeling permission to grieve, feeling permission to not waste the weight. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us on Barren Not Broken.